Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. Thank you so much to Sawyer for sponsoring today's podcast. Sawyer is a brand that makes rad clothes for wild and adventurous kids. It was started by a husband and wife team from Park City, Utah. The duo recognized the many benefits of kids spending time in the outdoors. Sawyer also recognized the fact that on average, children spend eight to 10 times more of their free time on electronics than they do playing outdoors. Compared to their parents' generation, that's about half as much outdoor time. Sawyer believes that childhood memories should be strewn with sunny days, fresh air, riding bikes in the rain, and simply exploring and connecting with nature. Sawyer exists solely to encourage kids to be outside and be adventurous, to play in the wild. Here at Kids Who Explore, we've had the pleasure of dressing our own kids in Sawyer goods, and we love their adorable prints for kids, their comfortable material, and of course, their wonderful sayings that inspire outdoor adventures. Check out besawyer.com to get your kids decked out too. Hey everyone, I'm Cindy Dowsett, mama to six-year-old son Jackson and three-year-old daughter Naya. Hi, I'm Lauren Ruddock Everly, mama to baby girl, one and a half-year-old Collins. We're excited to be your host today. If you listen to any of our winter podcast episodes, you know that winter is my favorite season. Today, we're going to talk about our winter bucket list. Lauren, what do you love to do in the winter time? What's a tradition you guys have? I actually just love playing in the snow. <laughs> right now, since we're living in Seattle, we actually won't get the snow, but we're coming back around Christmas. So that's going to be one of my things, just getting in the backyard with Collins and getting her to play in the snow. I love that so much. Yeah. And you guys are approaching a new stage with Collins too, where she'll actually be able to play and engage in the snow and winter activities. She'll be old enough to to do those things now. Totally. Last year we built a snowman, but it was basically just Jordan and I building the snowman. And then we just (laughs) placed Collins up against the snowman for a cute picture. (laughs) she was just watching us like what are you guys doing yeah whereas now she might even be able to say snowman and I'm male rolling a ball might be still difficult but (laughs) she'll maybe get the concept a little bit more yeah absolutely and to even express like oh this is cold or how it feels and that kind of thing so so many stages oh you guys like to do playing the snow too yeah um my kids are getting a bit bigger but Collins will be almost two, right? So something fun that you could do that we did around that age was we got these little skis that strap onto their boots and then just letting Collins walk in the backyard where it's flat and just getting used to that sliding motion. And you can obviously hold her hands and help her, but my kids love to do that. And we have a little bit of a slope or hill in our yard where we transitioned from there to real skis and then just trying and practicing over and over on the hill in our backyard until now now they're on the ski hill so that's what we'll be doing a lot of this year okay so are these specific boots that you no they're just plastic skis with a strap that you put over top of colin's existing snow boots okay i need you to send me a link for this because i need those to be at my house by the time we get home (laughs) in december absolutely and you know what it's too bad because i actually just sold mine on facebook marketplace (gasps) no okay yeah you're forgiven (laughs) (laughs) sorry we even just sold our chariot too with the ski attachments and everything because our kids are just getting bigger and we could have maybe done one more year at the chariot but they're too squished in there 
Well, I love that the chariot has that option that you can add skis to it. Cause I've seen a lot of people take their kids in the chariot while they're cross country skiing, which is yeah. such a great yeah. yeah. And last year, honestly, I could barely move an inch doing that. The kids were so heavy. And my, my husband's aunt was behind the chariot, pushing it while I was trying to tow it from the front and I'm just sweating and I can't talk or breathe. <laughs> So if cross-country skiing isn't already a workout enough, that took you to Yeah, the yeah, level. right. So I think this year I'm actually going to use the towy rope that we use mountain biking and strap it around my waist and my son's waist. And I'll just tow him if he needs it with his skis. And then my daughter, I don't know, I don't, I have, maybe we'll pull her in a sled. <laughs> Yes. Sledding is also something that we love so much. So we, when I say we, my husband likes skating and I'm not very good at it, but I like doing it. So we would go out on the outdoor rink and we would just pull cons around in the sled. So I'm not sure this year if we'll get her skates. I don't know if she's up for that yet, but the sled will be a great option there. Or you always bring your sled when you're out winter hiking with the kids. Like the sled can just go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it in our episode about skiing and how it's the sled is so great for people who want to tow their supplies to the ski hill all the little toddler skis and snacks and extra mitts and everything but yes for skating that's such a great idea yes so and she might actually really like tobogganing this year too (sighs) right (sighs) every year is so exciting like I said just something new that comes out (laughs) you guys are at up until recently, um, you guys are at my favorite age right now. Oh, yeah. I just love that 18 month to two year old window when you can just see them experiencing things for the very first time. And those neurons are firing and they're developing those new networks in their brain. And they're just, I love it. I love watching and observing their curiosity. And, and you guys are at such a fun stage. Yes, everything is new and exciting for them. And they're starting to recognize all these new things, right? And like you said, maybe her even describing a word or the, the mm-hmm. smile on her face when something's new or when it just clicks is it's magic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then there's some challenges, <laughs> future ages. And then five and six get so much fun again. I mean, they're all really fun. But I, right now, my son's at this, he's six and he skis faster than me and he skates better than me. And he just, it's so fun to do these activities with him now because it challenges me and I'm actually getting to go at a decent speed. Right. Yeah. I'm probably holding him back now. (laughs) Well, that's the wonderful thing about, and I don't want to deter people from doing things and starting things and trying things later, if that's the case. But it is the beautiful thing about you starting early because he's got to experience these things for so long that now it's just second nature to him. He's a pro already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe not pro, but yeah, <laughs> you can handle his own pretty good. And it's, it's he, of course, he has room for learning and improvement still, definitely. But yeah, and and the nice thing about kids gear at this age is it's so easy to find secondhand. Yes. Like you said, it doesn't get worn out as much, right? They're not using it for as long. So that's the It does around this age. Okay. Yeah. I could not find a secondhand snowsuit that like a a brand that I I liked or that I knew would be waterproof and like good quality for him to last hours and hours outside. Um, I couldn't find one. I think they just get worn out or at this stage, maybe people are holding on to them to pass on to younger siblings. I'm not sure, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So (laughs) under six, get all the secondhand winter gear and then so far skis and the hardware equipment 
is still accessible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about winter crafting because I think it was you last year that did the painting in the snow. Yeah. My kids love it. You can get special bottles for it, but honestly, I just use water bottles and I put some food coloring in there and some water and shake it up. And then I give it to the kids and they spray the snowbanks and they draw whatever they want or the snowman. We'll build a snowman and they'll spray it and color it. Uh, that is so fun. Okay. I'm going to have to, I need the, <laughs> the plastic skis for the boots and I need all the information about painting in the snow. <laughs> so please send me those. Yeah. And what about you though? Cause I mean, you guys are only back for a short window where there will be snow. So what do you think winter activities in Seattle are going to look like for people who don't have snow or like for you, it's going to be a lot of rain. Right. Well, actually I'm surprised to find out that if we drive even just an hour, we'll find lots of spots with snow. So I'm happy that I do have my winter gear here and my snowshoes. And I think now I'll, I might need to get a sled here because I'm planning on going to some lakes still and snowshoeing around the lake and yeah, hopefully getting Collins a sled so we can pull her around there. So we'll still hopefully get some snow in. But I think the other things we'll do is just take in the winter or I guess Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas or just enjoy the theme of that, uh, all those activities. So like going to see Christmas lights or like enjoying any of the seasonal foods and all the crafts and stuff that goes along with that. So I think it'll be a lot of that kind of thing. That sounds awesome. I just love this time of year. And I think, and I said this on a, a previous episode, but I think winter is my favorite because of Christmas season. <laughs> Right. I know. The, light, the food, the smells, the crafts. I just love everything. And it's one of the few seasons that gets to last so long. So there's so much buildup and anticipation <laughs> for it, which is what makes me happy because I love the buildup to things. Yeah. And, and yeah, you really have to like winter to live where, where I do and where, where you come back to because it does. You're right. It lasts a really long time. Yes. Yes, it's so other crafts that you can do inside that you will really like Lauren, especially at this age is one year for preschool. Um, my son was four and his, his teacher was an artist. She actually left last, that was her last year and she retired to pursue her art career. So she was awesome. And she painted a back scene of just like blue and snowflakes and spark, put on sparkly paints and stuff. And then she painted the kids fingers white and then had them stamp their fingers on the canvas. And then she painted them into little snowmen. Oh my goodness. Okay, yes, I'm gonna do this too. <laughs> my list is just growing. I'm gonna have to start very soon. <laughs> yeah, and I and I have done that before too um, with um, Christmas ornaments. Yes, okay. Taking the kids' hands on them and making them into Rudolph or a snowman. Okay, last year we did them make your own, but I know there's the Crayola version and whatnot of this too, where you do the flour, the salt, the water, and you stamp the kid's hand in it and bake it. And then we had cut out a hole at the top and put a ribbon through it. So we made Christmas ornaments. And then we ended up painting, yeah. painting them after and using messy glitter. And all the yes. And, and so we do that. We've continued doing that every year. And so now with Collins, you guys could you could still do that. And like, you could use cookie cutters to make the ornaments different shapes. And then you, what I would do is take my kid's fingertips, dip them in paint. And then if say it's like a Christmas tree shaped one, I'd paint it green. And then I'd stick their fingers in different colors and then their fingerprints were the, the lights on the tree. And then I would take, when it dried, I would take a black Sharpie and connect the, the fingerprints to make it look like lights on a tree. Oh, so nice. These things are so much fun. Right now we're kind of in the 
Thanksgiving, Halloween season, and we're doing all of those kind of crafts too with paint and you know stenciling certain things and that kind of thing so once again at this age all of that's new and exciting it's the first time so I'm excited now to do that the winter edition yeah oh you're gonna have so much fun I'm so excited for you guys thank you and I'll just keep copying all your ideas <laughs> yeah I'm thinking like our, our crafts seem to more be more the indoor theme <laughs> right yes and then yeah. all the outdoor stuff is just snow 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 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Lake Louise does the ice sculpture festival every year. That's really beautiful and fun to go to. Yes. Any of those things where you can get outside and also like see people's beautiful work, but then also support these local artists and that kind of thing. So for us, it's Alberta, but everywhere else there's going to be something going on, some sort of festival or ice sculpture festival. So I think people should check that out wherever they are and try and support where they can. Definitely. Oh, so much fun. And the last thing I want to say is we've been talking about all these things that do require a lot of gear. And I know we're emphasizing there's always the secondhand option, but there's so much just being said for where we started at the very beginning, going in the backyard, playing in snow, building a snowman, making snow angels, going on a walk and just enjoying, just enjoying winter as much as you can so that you're not just trying to drive ahead to the next season. Definitely. Definitely such a wonderful time to spend with family. Do you guys have a a tradition for Christmas trees? We kind of do and kind of don't. (laughs) We don't have a setup where it's like all these well I guess we kind of do in Calgary now we have two trees because we're in two places but where we have our tree here we have a separate ornament that we get each year either somewhere we were or a moment where it's like baby's first Christmas or we're pregnant that kind of thing so that's kind of our tradition is when we put it up then we remember all of those times so we'll say oh remember when we were in this spot or remember when it was only the two of us (laughs) I love that what about you Uh, I collect sand everywhere we go and I put it into ornaments and then I put a little I love crafting I don't know if we've gotten that yet I'll put a little bow on it and then a little tag that shows uh, where we were traveling. So each one is a separate ornament. Yeah. Okay. And what if you go to a place that doesn't have sand or you, you find it no matter what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I, that's a good question. I guess I mostly just go to places with beaches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's a very cool, unique thing. But we, uh, we have a tradition every year. My husband's family does and they go Christmas tree cutting with a bunch of friends and family and we haul out a trailer and everybody um, there's a place nearby us but half an hour away it's uh five dollars you can cut down three trees on crown land and which I personally this is for another conversation but I think it should be either more money or you should be planting trees in exchange (laughs) different conversation but it's wonderful time and then we get our Christmas tree and we have a picnic and hot chocolate and everybody, you know, has a big potluck and it's, it's a special time. Oh, I love that. I love traditions. And just because we've been gone for so many Christmases now, it's kind of like we're creating or trying to start new traditions, but whenever we're back home and can make these things happen, even if it's not at the exact time, you know what I mean? Like if it's not on Christmas day, but we create a, oh, we're going to have a Christmas at this time of year. <laughs> with my siblings we actually started this tradition we call it Christmas in July and we decided we're not I don't know what year we decided this but it's been quite a bit of time now where 
we don't do any gifts for any of our siblings at Christmas. And then we save that money. And then in the summer, we do a dinner. So before COVID, it was we would find a restaurant that none of us had been before. And we would do a whole night of it, like make it a long dinner. And then we'd usually go for ice cream and maybe more drinks after. And that was our gift to each other. And since it's been COVID, when it's been okay for us to be together, we've just done like backyard barbecues with it. But it's just so special that it's a tradition that we can always rely on, you know? I love that because you can really only get so many socks and mugs and pajama pants. (laughs) But that time that you guys are spending together, like that is such a gift right there. Right. And having the commitment, you know, when you know something's a tradition, you make it happen and you put mm-hmm. it in the calendar. So I love that too. Oh, that's great. And we, we've had a couple snowfalls here already this week in Calgary. Um, <laughs> it's the, uh, I know this episode won't come out right away, but for when the day we're recording, it's the middle of October. Not even um, It's melted. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> but we have had some snow. The mountains have snow already. Well, you are, you're going to be out skiing before you know it then. <laughs> yeah. We do have just like our bike trip. We have our annual ski trip. Right. So we haven't been able to do it the last couple of years because of COVID. So I'm really hoping that this year it will be able to happen. Yeah. All these traditions will feel new again. Yeah. And you know what? This year, this past Christmas, we didn't have any family over and we usually have a, we host a very large gathering. Um, on Christmas day and it's always hectic and busy and you know we're trying to cook and the kids are opening presents and they're overwhelmed and getting cranky I don't know if anyone listening today has noticed this but your kids get up they open the first present maybe you do stockings and my kids are always just so content with that one thing they'll play with it for as long as they can and then as soon as our guests and family start to arrive and they start opening the rest of the gifts it just becomes this like where's the next one where's the next one where's the next one and they set it down half still wrapped and just like more 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 and I'm just like no 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 (laughs) we need to one decrease the amount of gifts my kids are being given (laughs) I'm really trying I'm really trying with my family please experiences only but that's the way they show their love and so I understand that and (laughs) right and then it was, it's just, I don't feel like it's, I mean, I'm, it's wonderful. I love having that gathering, but last year was the first time that we weren't able to, we got up with the kids. We opened the presents at our own pace. We had breakfast because we had to do separate dinners with our families. We are just had leftover Turkey and everything. So we're like, well, we don't have to cook anything. Like we went outside, we went snowmobiling all day and sledding and played in the snow and we played board games and we played with the new toys that the kids had opened. And it was just, I think that's a tradition I want to continue. I have to figure out how I'm going to do that, but I would love Christmas to look like that every day. I think (laughs) there has been a big realization for people about simplifying. However, I wonder how much people will keep that simplifying that they've enjoyed and how much people will be excited to get back into the swing of things and just go full-fledged again. So maybe there'll be a mix of the two, but I agree with you. There, There is something magical to be said about simplifying and not working all day at making this masterpiece of a meal or whatnot instead of getting that time just enjoying it together yeah I'm thinking maybe Christmas Eve or Boxing Day is when we host a gathering and then Christmas Day we reserve for ourselves yeah yeah I'm here for that All right. Well, do you have anything else to add for our winter bucket list? No, I'm just excited to get doing all these things and to see what everyone else is doing. And yeah, thanks for always talking these bucket lists with me. It's one of my favorite topics. 
Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms.